So yeah, a couple weeks back, Stetson pulled out the whiteboard, and I got jealous. And I was like, that's not fair. He has a board. I want a board. I want a whiteboard. We all want a whiteboard. Don't we all? I Thank you, Anthony. I know, right? Yes! Who's ready for summer? You're so tired. You didn't even scream. You're just like... That was good. Summer is coming. That's good. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, Okay, so we are in a series called Resonance. And this is like the third teaching. We're going to talk a little bit about it in core groups next week. But yeah, and then like summer, right? Crazy. But um, okay, so basically this sermon series has kind of been about like, well, taking a step back, different ways to kind of choose to, how do you choose to live your life, right? You can, you can choose to live your life trying to align with, you know, sort of the hope and the, you know, everything that is written in the word of God, you know, for you and to experience a fuller, more awesome life or not and kind of just not experience as (laughs) awesome. I don't know how to sugarcoat that. It's God's way is better. Um, But this is what we've been talking about, right? Okay, so this is, for me, this, this whole concept, um, I, I, I'm better at it now, but I used to have a, a little bit more of a problem with this because, um, like, I'm a very segmented type of, of person, okay? Um, like, uh, you know, we're talking about, you know, resonance. It's kind of a, this big picture sort of thing. But my life, I always saw it, especially when I was you guys' age, it was always broken down into different sections, okay? So, like, in the first part of my day, I would wake up, and it was my get ready for the day segment, okay? And so that consisted of, like, brushing my teeth and eating breakfast and getting dressed and stuff. Then I would go to school and then started the school segment where I would have, like, you know, class and stuff. And I'd hang out with friends a little bit during lunch and stuff. But each, you know, class was its own little segment. I did those sort of segment things. And then after that was, you know, like, come home, chill out sort of segment, play video games, watch TV. Uh, My family would come home from work. I would eat dinner. That was the dinner segment. And then, like, get ready for bed segment. And then it would all kind of, like, um, you know, repeat throughout the week. Okay? This is going to make sense in a second. I'm just kind of setting it up. And during the weekend was the weekend segment. And during the weekend segment, I, like... I just watched a lot of television. This is, yeah, this is like, but like the weekend is for that. That's the weekend segment, right? Okay, well, we could talk about that later when I'm not preaching. Yeah, okay. So there's, there's that, um, the TV, but there's also friend time. Friend time is good weekend time. You know, going out and seeing movies is a good weekend thing. But so like later on, I, when I received Jesus into my heart, when I accepted Christ, um, there was this like spiritual segment that just boop, just got plopped into my weekend segment because I would go to the church on the weekends, right? And uh, but there was also like this midweek thing, uh, which was a lot like velocity, but it was in the middle, obviously in the middle of the week. Um, and so there there were these um, you know like spiritual times, right? And so like spiritual segments. Um, oh no, I'm jumping ahead a little bit. I, I want to say. This segmented thinking, it, it, ma- it makes this resonance kind of difficult because the resonance that, that Stetson has spoken about the past two weeks is not a segmented sort of existence, right? It's an overarching sort of 
reality in all the parts of your life. But again, because I've been so segmented, it's kind of difficult for me. Um, okay, so again, going back to the God segment stuff. For me, I had these God spiritual type things that I did in the spiritual segments. And I want you guys to help me out with this. Um, this is why the whiteboard is out here. What are sorts of things that exist in that spiritual like segment? Okay, so I'll give you, here's a little hint that, to get us started. So like worship, okay? And by this, I mean like, like singing, like how we do at church. Okay, what, what, else, what else goes into this spot? Help me out, shout stuff out. Praying, okay, cool. What else? Quiet time, cool. Reading the Bible. Right, Bible time. What else? What else do you guys consider like spiritual time? You can just shout it out, Isaac. Um, shut up and listen to the Shut up and listen. Well, I don't know about that. But maybe like at church, like listening, like learning, right? So learning. Okay, this is good. See, this is exactly the way that I felt too. Um, okay, about Bible stuff, right? That's a cross. Okay, cool. Um, anybody else have anything that they want to throw into the list? Good works? Okay, so service, right? I don't want to change your... I'll just use what you said. Good works, because that was a great answer. Good works, all right? But I'm going to specify too, because the way that I see that is like going out and serving people, which doesn't necessarily have to be like in the spiritual thing, but it's like, because it feels good outside of that anyway. But yeah, like if your church is going to go on a project or like the service days that we do every summer that are amazing. um, Yeah, it's like, but it's a church. It's in a church block, right? Anybody else? Okay. So this is exactly what I'm talking about. Okay, so I would have these things that existed inside my category, my little segment of church stuff. But it was kind of weird because like these things only made sense in that church section and not in any of the other sections of my life. The get ready for school, the school time thing. Like you can't do this stuff during like even like weekend time. Like if if I went and hung out with a friend, like if you had a sleepover, okay, and your friend like surprised you and they were like, we're going to we're going to sit in the room together and we're going to sing together. And we're going to learn. Yeah. Right? We're going to learn. And we're, like, not even just, not even like, not even like about God or anything, but just like if you went over there expecting to play like Halo all night or, you know, Fortnite, right? Or like eat pizza and eat like Fruity Pebbles and stay up late and drink Mountain Dew. You know what I mean? And talk about girls and make prank phone calls. You know, like, this is what I'm talking about. You can't do that as much now because they can. Yes, you know what I'm talking about? Anthony's like, that's what you do in the friend segment. All right? If, I, if my mom was like, yeah, how is the sleepover? I'd be like, I'm never going over to his house ever again. <laughs> that guy was weird. He wanted, to do, he wanted to do the spiritual stuff in like everyday life section. Hang out front, front time. He doesn't get it. This guy's weird. Um, all right. But, but then it hit me. The more I thought about what Stetson was kind of talking about, I had this realization that, and as I grew up a little bit too, this was a hard lesson for me because it really hit me in the face during a really hard season of my life. But I learned that resonance is, and I'm going to say this twice because this is kind of a big deal. Resonance is not, is, it is not so much about doing spiritual things as much as it is about being a spiritual being. Okay, I'm going to say that again. Resonance is not about doing spiritual things as much as it is about being a spiritual being, okay? 
When I read the Bible, there's tons of people in there who did a lot of spiritual things, but they were not spiritual people. Okay. Like I think about the, the Pharisees, right? The Pharisees were, and if you, and if you don't know, um, the Pharisees were these people that devoted their lives to studying Torah. The, these were the Jews that, that hung out in the synagogue all the time, which was like church, right? And they would learn about God and they would meditate on the word of God. Like night and day, they would just do all of these spiritual things. They would recite prayers all throughout the day. They would, they would um, do religious rituals throughout the year. Um, they were sought upon as the wisdom and the guidance for you know, what was the right and what was not based on what God would, would have people do. But out of everybody in the New Testament, the only people, like out of, seriously, Jesus hung out with like cowards, liars, cheaters, um, tax collectors. I mean, like all these, all these murderers. And, and, and out of all of them, the only people that he was, got so furious with was these Pharisees. These people that were doing all these spiritual things, but they had it wrong. He was the one. They, he called them blind. They were blind. They didn't get it. Um, they had the Son of God in front of them. The God that they worshipped didn't even know it was him. Killed him. You know? They, they just missed it. And that's terrifying to me. Because what that tells me is that I can try, I can pursue resonance, and I can do all these spiritual things and still miss it. Like, that's kind of scary. For me, it is. I don't know if it is for you. Uh, I want to read a verse uh, with you right now. And so this is from, okay, let me set this up. Thank you, Kevin. This is from uh, Revelation, the book of Revelation, chapter 2. Um, and so it's kind of a big, complicated, poetic, beautiful book. And we can't go into it because it's about the end of everything. But um, in the first couple chapters, uh, we hear about this, this, okay, so God gave uh, the Apostle John, which is the one who wrote all this out, um, a vision, some like things to say to like seven churches. And these were things that he wanted to tell them. He wanted John to tell these churches, hey, knock this stuff off because you're doing these things wrong. You're doing these things wrong. Okay? And so there's, there's this one note that John got from God to the church of Ephesus. Okay? And, and so I'm going to read this to you uh, right, right now. This is, this is God talking to this church, okay? He says, I know your deeds, your hard work and your perseverance. I know that you cannot tolerate wicked people, that you have tested those who claim to be apostles but are not and have found them false. You have persevered, and, and don't go to the next slide after I read this until I tell you, Kevin. You have persevered and have endured hardships for my name and have not grown weary. This is amazing stuff. If I get before the throne of God and he says this stuff to me, I will have felt like I did it right. You know what I'm saying? Like, I did a good job. And he's commending them. He's saying, all this spiritual stuff, you did it. Like, look at all this stuff. Next slide, please, Kevin. Yet I hold this against you. You have forsaken the love you had at first. Consider how far you have fallen. Repent and do the things you did at first. So it was like, it was like God's telling this church. It's like, you guys, you're doing all this spiritual stuff, which is good. But, like, you forgot the point. You forgot the love behind it. These things just turned into these spiritual acts. Like, I love, I, love, I love the line, consider how far you have fallen. If you fell off a cliff and just before you smacked on the ground, somebody came in and swooped and, and just caught you, right? You would, 
you would be thankful to that person. You would remember that person. You would just, you would praise that person. You would talk about that person. You would think about that person in all, not just the spiritual part, but in all the, the sections of your life. You'd wake up thanking that person, thinking about that person, thanking that person. You know, like this, they saved you. They saved you from that height. But if you've forgotten how far you've fallen, well, then you've forgotten this, this beautiful love, this, this grace that we've been given, and all the stuff that you're doing. It's just, it's just stuff, you know? Um, and to be honest, too, doing that stuff, doing those things, when you have forgotten the height from which you have fallen, when you've forgotten your first love, they're really empty. I don't know if you've ever gone on like some spiritual trip that your parents have made you go on or go to church and you're just like, oh my gosh, I got to stand up and sing this song again. You know, or like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want to, maybe you've even thought like, I don't want to go to Velocity and be around those people or listen to another sermon or sing more songs. Like, I just don't want to, you know, um, because none, none of us are exempt from it. We all feel that way sometimes. Right? But it makes us feel empty in some of those things. Okay. I know that everybody in this room knows what it is like to have a crush on somebody. Okay? Yes. We all know what that feels like. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So, but and we won't get too deep down that road. But what I want to say is when you have a crush on someone, you, you're thinking about them, you know, just like how I mentioned before, in all the different sections of the day, in all the different sections of the week. When you're crushing on someone, it doesn't, it doesn't matter. Like... You don't put them in the crush segment. They don't fit in a little box. Like that thing overflows and it just like permeates. into your, It's in the middle of math class and you're just like, I wonder what she's doing. I wonder what she's doing. You know, like, I wish she was here. Like you're in math class and it's like, I don't care. Math class would be awesome if she was sitting right here. Right. Or if like he was sitting right here. Like I would love it. I would love it. If, you know, like you're, you're, you're thinking about them when you wake up. You're thinking about them when you go to sleep. You know, you're in the, on the weekends, like, it's just this constant sort of thing. Like, it just kind of, it overflows. You could, you know what, you, it, so it doesn't even matter what you're doing. You could be doing, you could be doing nothing with that person. I remember when I first met my wife, who is my wife now, Mandy, and she and I, when we were dating, it was, it started off as kind of this long distance relationship. She lived in um, Gillette, Wyoming, and I lived in the Springs, Colorado Springs. So quite a distance uh, between the two of us. Anyway, we would call each other, be like really, really late at night, okay? And it, I mean, no, it's not stupid. It was beautiful. It was beautiful. I, I would be on the phone with her and it would just be quiet. We'd just be just listening to each other because we would have talked and used all of our conversation and like you run out of stuff to say but you don't want to hang up. And so like it goes into the night and it's just like, you still there? Yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> what you doing? <laughs> Nothing. You tired? Yeah. Yeah, me too. Because you don't want to hang up. You just want to exist in that nothingness, right? Okay, but like thinking about... I, okay, so now, I've been married. In June, it'll be 18 years, okay? And when... Like, let's just say I, 18 years of marriage, I take my wife out for this dinner, and we're out and, you know, we're at the Olive Garden or something. I don't know, whatever. We're eating something good. I like the Olive Garden. I don't care. Okay, we're at the steakhouse. Kayla says I'm cheap. You cheap? Yeah. 
I'm sorry. Let's, hey, we got like expenses, okay? Which, you just make it nice. You just try what you can do. Okay, so we're at the steakhouse. Scenario is the steakhouse, okay? So my wife says, this is wonderful. This is my wife's the impersonation of my wife. This is wonderful. I'm so glad you took me out to the steakhouse. And I'm like, yes. And she says, what's the special occasion? And then I say to her, well, we're in the marriage section. And so for the marriage, this is the thing that you do in the marriage section because we're married and this is the way it's supposed to go. That would hurt her so bad. That would hurt her so bad. Like I could hear her saying to me like, you know, like the dates are good. Like that verse, like these spiritual acts, they're good. Dates are good. But you know what? Like I'd rather just, I'd rather just sit in silence with you. You know, if you wanting this with me. You know, returning to the things that we did back when the love was fresh, the fresh love, the first love. Um, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I'm not going to do that to my wife. So I want to, we're getting ready to go into summer, okay? You guys are going to have tons of spare time. And I want to leave you with something practical, okay? Um, because this helped me with this resonance thing, with the whole segment thing. And I don't know if you're anything like that. Okay, but I'm hoping that this will help. So I'm going to add just a little bit to this list, all right? Because, yeah, these are spiritual things. But for me, I don't do this in other areas, right? So I needed to make this bigger. So here's what I did. I, I added something. And I'm going to add something that, to my list, it's not going to be what you put on your list. This is what I put on my list, okay? So it says, paint Dungeons and Dragons miniatures. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, okay. So this guy right here. Yeah. Okay. So this guy right here, this is Gork. And currently he's a level five half orc barbarian. Okay. And so when he goes into battle, like he can go in through rages. And so depending on what you roll, he can have a, like a battle bonus where he has more attack points. It's actually very interesting. But I painted Gork. With, with, and it took like, I don't know, like, I spent like three hours on this little guy, right? And I'd be willing to share, you, share, share with you guys, but you can see him pretty good. And you know, it, it like, I, I really like painting miniatures, okay? Like, when I paint these miniatures, I'm not listening to Christian music. I'm not watching Christian movies. I'm not wearing a Christian shirt. I'm not, I'm, 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 he's not, he's like a half demon guy. Like, you look at him, he's red. He's a red half orc, right? Like, look at these guys. Those are dragonborns. They want to kill the bad guys, right? Okay, yeah, they're vicious fighters, right? And so they're not Christian characters, right? But when I'm painting these guys, I go into this, like, calm space where my brain stops thinking about all the stuff that I got to do. I can just kind of, like, calm down. And in that space, I can think about people, the people in my life. I can think about what's going on in their lives, kind of all the stuff that Stetson talked about when we had our prayer before I started talking. And, and, and I have the opportunity to pray for those people, and I can invite God into that space. So what I did was I made one of the things that I love to do one of these spiritual things. Another stuff I like to do, I, I like plants. I love plants. Okay, I, I love to research plants. I have tons of plants at home. I've got plants. I didn't get them from, like, the places where they're naturally from. But, like, I have plants from all over the world in my house. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, like I said, I didn't go there. I bought them, but their homes are in these other places. I love learning about the pH levels in the soil and how often you need to water them and what kind of like, sunlight they need. Uh, I, love, I love knowing what their uses are for, why they're called certain things. 
And, and I think it's, it's like, it's kind of nerdy, but I love it. I love it. And I don't even, when I look at them, I don't even think like, wow, that's the Lord's creation. If I don't make it like overly spiritual, I just, I feel like this, this love, like it's in me. Like I grew up with this thing that was in me. Like I didn't have to go to church to hear about the thing that I should be doing and make it spiritual and go out and pursue it. Like I just like plants and I like, I like karate. I love karate because I love doing it. And when I'm doing karate, I feel strong and I feel like confident because like if something goes down, like I can protect my wife and I can protect my kid. Well, they can protect themselves because they're in it too. But if something happened here, like I could protect you guys. Like I feel like I could be a protector. I could, you know, and I feel like there's a lot of spirit. There's that spiritual to me. And so when I'm, when I'm doing my motions and I'm going through my blocks, I'm thinking about who I am in Christ and, and this passion that I, that I have. And, and there's things that I don't even do that I can put on here. Like, like I, am, I, I like cooking, but I'm not, a very, I'm not a very good cook. You know, like, like um, and, and I don't even do it very often. But it's an interest that I have. And so maybe this summer, I want to go out and get filet mignon and spend a lot of money and just experiment and try it. But it's something that is a passion that I came to the table with. It's inside of me. And I can try it and make it a spiritual thing. So what happens is... You start to add to this list, okay, more and more and more. And maybe it starts with your interest, but then if you start to go through these perspectives and you see God in all of these spaces, then you can open it up a little bit more. I'm not very good at this all the time, but sometimes you can even add chores or other responsibilities on here. Homework might even go on here. Maybe not. Well, maybe you're praying during homework and you're just like, God, please get me through this. I hate it. You know what I'm saying? But it's a conversation. It's a conversation, right? And it's not these things. These things are great. But you know what happens is that the more that you add to this list, the more you realize that everything is spiritual. Everything is spiritual. Not just this stuff. But when you choose to make it so, everything can become spiritual. You guys, this is resonance. This is resonance. There are no segments. Everything is spiritual. So if you get tired, if you get tired of church, if you get tired of worship, I don't want your God to be small because he's not small. He made you with these interests and curiosities. And you know what those things? They go on this list. And you can invite him into those spaces. Let's pray. Lord, thank you so much for the love that you have for us. Thank you for catching us from this incredible height. I pray that the things that we do, we don't do just because they're in the segment of spirituality. I pray that we would pursue you with the heart of someone who is mega crushing on somebody else. That we do the things that we want for you and with you because we want to, not because we have to or parents made us or just because it fits in our schedule at the specific time. Give us curiosity to the things that you put inside of us so that we can pursue those things with you. I pray that we would have a blast with you when we do these things during summer, during today. Um, yeah. Lord, I pray that you would help us to have great discussion about all this stuff in um, our core groups. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen.